Hey, welcome back to MPI Radio. This is your host, James Allen. And today we have another fantastic, fantastic guest. Um, I don't know why I was tripping on my words, but um, today uh, I'm going to be showcasing Tiffany J. Norwood. She's a certified NLP practitioner, so neuro-linguistic programming um, practitioner. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of Your Emotions Matter. She's an international speaker, emotional intelligence coach, and she's an author. She's been featured on ABC, CBS, HBO, Toyota, and Investigation Discovery. How cool is that? Uh, Tiffany addresses childhood wounds, communication issues, and limiting beliefs for single men and women. Uh, th these are people who are in relationships and those going through a, uh, through a divorce. Uh, she's a contributing writer for In the Light, in the limelight magazine and uh she is a rise ambassador for the rise foundation in orange county california which educates on child abuse and neglect focusing on keeping children healthy safe and happy so this is going to be really cool the gist of today's talk is going to be about emotional intelligence and i'm sure we'll open up into a couple of different things but uh welcome tiffany how are you thank you I am great. Thank you so much, James, for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for being here. Super cool. I love all the people that I get to meet do when I do this. It's like, that's really why I started the podcast is um, it's MPI radio, which stands for Massive Positive Impact Radio, but mm -hmm. to uh, just connect with people and hear people's stories and uh, seeing what their MPIs are, you know, and it's, um, it's a lot of fun. And I've been able to make some amazing relationships by doing this. So very grateful to have you. Exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cool. So um, let's kind of just get right into this. Like what? so we're going to talk about emotional intelligence and why it's so important for people. And uh, I was browsing through like your social media and things like that. And uh, I like, I actually really kind of got lost in some of the comments because you're asking people questions that follow you about like, um, what could men do to be better in relationships that, you know, women maybe don't speak out about and things like that. And then you ask like, what can women do, you know, to make a relationship better asking the men. Uh, so you're very relationship oriented, which is what I love. Um, I want to know what do you, what is emotional intelligence? Emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize and manage your emotions in an effective and appropriate manner so it can bring out the best outcome for yourself and others. Mm. Beautiful. That's well put. Wow. Um, how, so how important is having emotional intelligence in relationships, whether it's like your intimate relationship with your spouse or girlfriend or just people, I guess, or uh, if it's like in business as well, is it important in business as well as, cause obviously it's important in, you know, like intimate relationships, but do you believe it's important in our business relationships as well? Yes, it is. Joshua Friedman from CEO of sixseconds.org, the National Emotional Intelligence Network says that emotional intelligence is the, is the prerequisite and the reason for 80% of the success in your lives. Mm -hmm. So this is not a, a business thing or a personal thing it is your life yeah it is who you are as a human being yeah i love that cool mm -hmm. um how how did you kind of like like why emotional intelligence why do you specialize in emotional intelligence like what makes you like an expert in that what's kind of your story okay 
I'll go ahead and start from the beginning. Um, I had a very unhealthy marriage Mm -hmm. and I started very young in my marriage. And at the beginning, um, there are things that didn't feel right. Um, I, I saw the anger. Um, I heard the insults, the put downs, the demeaning, um, the, the silent treatment was notorious. Um, I, I, he put his hands on me. The anger was just very apparent. So that was something that I knew that, that I knew about. I, I mean, it was obvious that there was some anger there. And what is anger? That's an emotion. Mm-hmm. And so I just lived through this years, these years of just trying to figure out what is going on here, what is, is wrong. Now, let me just back up just a little bit to explain why I was there for so long and why what, what just kind of happened is, is it's a long story, but I want to point out because a lot of people are wondering why people stay in unhealthy relationships. And mm-hmm. I just want to just dig a little deeper on why. Number one, um, I, I was living on autopilot where my mind was just wandering from um, incidents from the past and I'm worried about the future and I wasn't present. I was not present in the moment to see what was going on or to understand what was going on right in front of me, like right now, okay? Number two, I, I wasn't uh, having that, that focus on myself, that awareness or even that self-awareness um, on myself. I was more focused on the external on everything that was going on outside of me and more focused on him than I was on myself. So I was be able, I was able to be, it was easy for me to be tossed and swayed by what was going on um, outside of me, which is, okay, I have to go to work. Okay, I got my babies. I got this relationship going on. It was a lot going on outside, but then I was being tossed and swayed by all of that uh, um, activity. So that, that awareness was not there at, um, at that time. Okay, so it was just it was just something to where I, I, I couldn't pinpoint what was going on at, you know, I'm looking at it like, oh, you know, this is you're, you're angry. This is what happens when you get angry. You know, people say and do things they don't mean, you know, you just kind of sweep it up under the rug like it's normal. And I'm here to tell you it is not normal. I can't. Um, I, it's, it's, it's embarrassing for me to even tell you it took me literally years to be able to say I was abused. When we first went to um, the uh, therapist's office and we only just had two short sessions that wasn't helpful at all at the time, but I couldn't even explain. I couldn't even, when they asked you, okay, what are you doing here? What is the problem? I couldn't even articulate it. So when, so when you're not aware and you're not focused on the right things, you, it's, it's, it's not that apparent to you. Oh, the third thing that, that was going on that, that clouded my judgment mm. is that I was emotionally involved and emotionally attached to this person. Um, just a quick backstory: I, I met him when I was 12 years old. Mm. When I was 14 year old, when I was 14 years old, I decided that's who I wanted to marry. I married my dream guy. So for seven years before we actually got together, you know, my focus was on him, him, whether I dated or not, my focus was on this one person. So when we got together, you know, things moved very quickly and boom, I'm there, I'm there where I wanted to be. But then there was just something that was wrong and I just couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it. 
So, so over the years, I'm, I was, you know, I'm a researcher. I'm sitting up here, like trying to figure things out. Like, what can we do? You know, you're, you're married. You want to save it. You, you're thinking things will change. That's another thing you, you know, you, you're not knowing that, that, that stuff like that, they don't, it doesn't change. So, you know, you're waiting for things to change. You want things, you're hoping, you're praying, you're doing what you can. It, I mean, it's just, it's normal. But those, those three key things that I mentioned is what the, the blockage was of what, why things went on so long or why it didn't end sooner. Because I knew it was a problem, I knew it. But the, another thing as well, I was, I, I didn't tell anybody. I was, I was suffering in silence. I was, I, I didn't want nobody to know what I was going through. You know, what we, what we went through behind closed doors was our business. Um, I, I didn't tell my family because I, you know, people talk, give you bad advice or leave them or talk about your, talk about you behind your back and all these things. You know, I'm like, look, this is my relationship. This is my business. Well, y'all, y'all don't need to know anything. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with all of this by myself. So what do I, you know, and, and, and even going out trying, you know, therapy, it's, it was, it was hard to talk about. And, and I'm not bashing therapy at all. I recommend it. I'm here for it now. I recommend it because at the time you're in a subjective point of view. You're in your emotions and you cannot stay in your emotions. That's why we got to learn how to manage them to the space where, hey, that's healthy. That is not healthy. And we're going to make the differentiation between the two and knock the, knock the unhealthy out. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, so I'm not knocking um, therapy or counseling out at all. It is, it is recommended no matter who you are, where you're from, because it will help you with that objective point of view. So my story of how I brought myself out of that was that I turned my focus onto myself. I had to leave him alone. I had to say, I can't change him. I, can't, I had to say, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I just need to focus on me and deal with what I'm dealing with. And I, you know, I just, I started a grateful journal. I started writing down everything I was grateful for. Cause it was a lot to be grateful for. I can't say everything was bad. You know, I was able to look at the positivity cause that helped things, you know, pro- uh, progress and go on as long as it did. Cause I was able to see what was the good in, the, in my partner. It, it was a lot of good. But so that, that, you know, it's, a, it's, it's so much, it's, it's hard on someone that goes through something like that. Yeah. But yeah, so I took the time to work on myself. I took the time to build myself up. I took the time to build up my confidence, my awareness. You know, I, you know, I read books, I read books on this and this and that, you know, mindset, you know, everything that I could get my hands on, I read about it. And then, you know, I'm on social media and I come across emotional intelligence. And that's when I said, boom, that's what it is right there. The, man, the mismanagement of your emotions. How do we do this? How do we do this? So I just started studying and studying and studying and just looking, going into it. And I said, that's my thing. We need to share this with the world. This needs, people need to know. People live their whole lives not knowing that they can, they can actually control. Now, I'm not saying uh, control to where you're not going to feel, but once you've feel your feelings, you're able to decide the outcome of how you're going to respond instead of react. So, so yeah, so that's how we come, I've come into um, teaching and coaching emotional intelligence. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's such a, it's so important. I mean, it's like my whole thing that I help people do is boost up their self-esteem and their confidence because my confidence and self-esteem was in the toilet for Mm -hmm. um, most of my youth and uh, pretty much all my youth actually. And um, it wasn't, I was 17 when I first read the four agreements and that's where I started building up emotional intelligence, but didn't know it as emotional intelligence and everything I was doing, all this study, you know, um, and attention I was putting towards me, um, I was always thinking that like there was something wrong with me. I have to do something external, but it was all this internal work that I had to do. And that was when personal development really made me realize like it is internal. And I feel like a lot of people get kind of hung up on it because it's kind of like we're told like, Oh, you got to help other people and like give to other people. And it's like almost like society doesn't really push as much of like, you got to work on you before you can actually help those people, you know? And the better you get at helping you and understand that relationship with you, then the better you can help other people. It's like there's core relationships where there's, yes, there's like your intimate relationships are different than your friendships, you know, just your friends or your family relationship may be a little bit different dynamic, you know, but then the other relationship, which is the most important one is the one you have with you and emotional intelligence is kind of the the key to get in touch with that. Um, What would you say to someone that, maybe is in a situation like you were in, you know, um, you know, say thinking about, you know, I, we, we mentioned it before, um, before we actually hit record, but uh, being on a staircase, you know, and you being a couple rungs higher than people. And then there's people higher than you, you know, a couple steps higher than you. Uh, what would you say to someone with like where you were in a relationship like that? And they're just like, they know that they're angry, you know, and they're just like, I don't really know what to do. Or they're scared. How would you kind of help them and cope with that? Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of questions that I would ask because sure. what, what I really want to know is what is it that they want? What is it that they're seeing? What is it that you're hearing? How do you feel about yourself right now? Because if you don't feel good about yourself, um, that, that is a blockage to change. You may feel undeserving or you may have that low confidence or low self-esteem to feel like um, you are those things that your partner is telling you when, that, when your partner is demeaning you. So you're not seeing um, things to, to a way of saying, hey, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this treatment. Um, oh, this person will change or things can and will get better. Um, those those things are, are uh, just won't just will not happen in certain situations. I'm not saying that marriages can't be saved or things can't get better. It just depends on the person in the situation. But I just want to dig deep inside of the heart of the person and what is it that they're struggling with because they could have came out of an uh, abusive relationship prior to this relationship and think that the, the one they're in now is normal. Mm. Or they could have been abused as a child and think that what they're going through is normal, normal because that's all you know. So it just it just depends on the actual situation and what their history is. So I just really want to dive and get a, a really deep into, into what's not really dwelling on the past or having to talk about it as much because what I, we do um, with the communication and with um, NLP, whatever is going on, we just have to find out what it is or whatever is going on, we can knock it out immediately. It does not take two, five, or 20 years in counseling for you to get over your past. We can knock it out immediately. When I say that, within a session or maybe more, depending on the severity of it, we can get you to a place where your life is totally changed, where I'm here to transform. I'm not here to advise. I'm here to advise, of course, but I'm here because I want 
to see you be who you are today and in tomorrow and in the future, you're somebody totally different because we are here to live our lives to the best of our ability and live to the best beyond our potential, just living our destiny here. We are put on this earth for a reason. And we, we need to recognize that. We need to recognize how powerful we are, powerful we are as co-creators on this earth and, and just, just get so much in tune in ourselves and get so much in tune with how we love ourselves and that nothing outside of us. It's just like that. Remember, I, I mentioned that the internal, everything external was going on, everything you had to do, you know, the, the dishes, the laundry, the homework, and, you know, but when you go to internal and you learn how to take care of you and everything that you got going on, is 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 that the forefront of you and when i go like this i'm talking about your energy centers and your chakras and mm -hmm. and all the, the internal emotions and how you navigate them within nothing outside of you can touch you you will become that powerful human being that you were um, born to be i don't care what somebody else does I don't care what somebody else says i don't care what's going outside going on in the world and what whoever i don't care about all that Long as I got, as long as I, I have peace of mind within, that's all. That's all you need. That's what drives um, everything. That that's what drives your decisions. That's um, that's what drives um, how you how you navigate in this world. It's just knowing that that you are the one in control, not your past or not what those thoughts are coming into your mind. It's you like, hey, I have these thoughts that are that I remember that's making me uncomfortable right now, but you you have the ability to push it out. You have the ability to say, no, not today. You have the ability to be in control of how you feel, how you react, how you, um, uh, not react, but how you respond. And you have the ability to, cho to choose and to control your life. Yeah. It sounds simple, but we can get you there. Yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds simple, but it's not. It's a, um, it's, you, you definitely see a lot of your demons or all of them, you know, the more that you can, it's like, I think uh, it was actually in uh, the four agreements he uses a great analogy where he talks about um, all these like beliefs that you had to kind of hold you down. And it's like a giant, like dragon with a hundred heads. Mm -hmm. And every time you like slay one of the heads, you just cut down one of those beliefs and you kind of, it's a process. It takes yeah. time and it's all through awareness. Like that is, the number one tool, you know, and, um, it's all, yeah, it's through awareness, but the way that we build awareness is through the consistent study. That's why I press all my, my, um, clients and students and everything just to study, study, study. Like that's why I provide a university for my students with all these programs and resources that help me so that they have access to that. Because I mean, doing, like one 40 minute call once a week just isn't enough to get really dramatic results. It's through the consistent feeding of your mind over and over and over again. Um, Cause you know, all this stuff can happen in a week and then they didn't stay consistent with it. So that really uh, the results have been way better since I started doing that. But yeah, it's, it's the awareness piece. Cause if you, like you said, once you notice it, then you have power to change it. And the only way we're able to notice it is when we're aware of it. Cause that's why people stay angry is cause they don't have awareness and they stay in a job like it, it was kind of like me when I was in my construction job before I was in for four years and about a year in, I realized I don't want to do this, you know, mm -hmm. and there were some people who were like in it for 10 plus 10, 20 years and they weren't happy. And it's like, it doesn't take that long to realize that you're not happy somewhere, but it's that emotional intelligence and being able to notice that, okay, this feeling of anger, this feeling of insecurity keeps coming up. Because when this situation happens, that's like the trigger 
basically. And, um, I mean, yeah, when you have awareness, you you really take control of your life. You're able to say, okay, this isn't working out the way that I would like it to. And believing that kind of that you have that ability to create a life that you actually do want. I think that's a big thing because a lot of people don't think that they can, you know, mm-hmm. they get hung up and they're like, well, I can't have that. Maybe, you know, Tiffany can or James can, but not me, you know, and it's just a completely false belief. Correct. Correct. In your university, what what is exactly that you that you teach others or that you would like for them to learn from your university? Yeah, so my big thing is um, I haven't released it to the public yet, but I'm actually so I, I made it for my highest paying clients. People pay me like thousands of dollars to work with me, one to one, you know. And um, I was like, I want them to have like the suite, which is like the online university, and then eventually evolved into MPI University because MPI Radio, the whole thing's about MPI. That's my message: massive positive impact. And I believe that the way that we do that is by becoming the most authentic versions of ourselves that we can be. Um, when you're authentically you, you know, talking like the center with like the chakras and things, I'm not super like into chakras or anything, but it's the same concept. Um, that's just a different language for talking about the same thing. But for me, it was like confidence. I wanted life to be my sandbox and I call it unshakable confidence. So MPI is like what we do, but unshakable confidence is how we do it. So it's unshakable confidence in yourself, your dreams and your teams. And you always have to start with you. But when you become like, cause I had like, way higher confidence just in me. I knew that I could figure out whatever got presented to me. I was more secure in my skin and everything. Um, but I was in construction and I had this dream to start something new, to help people, to be a coach. And that was like the next level that led up to being unshakably confident, you know, and, um, that's helping people. So the online university is all these courses and programs that I, um, basically got certified in through my coaching institute and I made them into self-paced like video programs so that people have access to that. And on top of that, I've also made like my own program on um, boosting self-esteem and confidence and whatnot called the total confidence blueprint. There's like affirmations and for confidence and things like that um, Mm -hmm. in there. And um, it's just, it's big like resources. That's what it is, but I'm actually going to release it to the public at a, um, at a monthly investment for people Mm -hmm. so they can cancel anytime they want. But it's just like the first step because I had so many challenges where people would come up to me. They're like, I want to, I really want to like work with you, but I didn't have any other options in my mind. I was like, I can't, I don't want to do like one time payments or anything. So it was the online university with a monthly subscription. It's like a gym membership for your brain and gym membership for your emotional intelligence or your confidence, you know? Um, And that's the idea behind it. So that's, and it's just doing it. The more I talk about it, the more I think about it, people think it's awesome. You know, I still have to work out some bugs and get everything set up and do some beta testing and things, Um, but it's going to get released uh, in the next month or so. So That's pretty much what it is. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Thank you. I mean, I, I mean, I love that. Is 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 what we need. And um, I mean, I help people that want to be helped. The uh, those who are ready and yeah. willing to be helped. And what I provide here with your emotions matter is a community of professionals to assist. I cannot take this feat on my own. Mm-hmm. Someone like you um, to to assist uh, as, as well. I, I, I built an online. Um, safe, confidential, anonymous, where no one sees your name, no one sees your face. You can come in and ask your questions and receive strategic solutions to get you on the path to your best self and indeed your best relationships. Um, I wrote an article on my blog recently called 
five tips to your best relationship is really simple. Um, I invite you all to take a look at it and take a look um, at, at my website, youremotionsmatter.com. Everything is there. Get to learn a lot there. But yes, um, I, I'm, I'm glad that we, we, we met James. We, you know, we're just kind of, you know, just really, really vibing here yeah. in, our, in our mission towards just, just humanity as a whole. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which kind of brings me to my, my uh, last big question or my main question that I ask on this show. Um, Tiffany, what is your MPI? What's the massive positive impact that you want to see, create, or be a part of in this world? Like the big result that you'd love to see, create, or be a part of? The massive impact. Massive positive impact. Positive. Yeah. I knew I was missing You can make stuff. a massive negative impact for sure, but we don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's enough of that going around already. Yeah. So we've got to flip the script, right? Yeah. So the massive positive impact. And I'm going to just go ahead and make it very, very huge. I want to be known as the Martin Luther King of healthy relationships. Mm. Okay, I, I really do. I want everyone to have the, the, the terms healthy relationships in their mind to where they know that's what they're going for. Say if someone decided to, you know, lose weight and they get on there, you know, they start going to the gym three times a week for 45 minutes. Then when they go to the store, they're, they're, they're going towards the produce section and just getting everything there. They have their mindset on their goal. Well, I'm, but, but then, you know, you go to your relationship and that's a different story. Your relationships are most important because once you have, like we were talking about before, that relationship with yourself, everything else will fall into place, including your health, including you wanting to go to the gym or get a better job or, or get that divorce if you have to or marry in a healthy um, marriage. So the, the thing is, is that once you, no matter which relationship it is, because we're not just talking about intimate, intimate relationships, we have you know business partners, we have our bosses, we have our children, we have our parents, all relationships should be healthy. This is for this is for everyone. So so when no matter what's going on, because people, for instance, your family members, just because you're your mom or your sister, a lot of people are like, oh, that's my family, that's my blood. That does not give anyone a green light to treat you like crap. That's I mean I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the grain and I'm gonna put everybody in the same bucket because we're already in the same bucket. As a, just as a human being anyway. So you can't put your, your family on a pedestal because they're, they're your blood. They're people too. They yeah. make mistakes too. They get mad and toxic too, you know? And then everything be, can be the most loving to you or a stranger you meet tomorrow can be the most loving to you. So it just doesn't matter. It just depends on the person and what the, what the vibe they want to put out to the world, how they want to be, how they want to treat other people. So it depends on each individual person. Right. So I just, so that massive impact is to get to get that mindset in everyone that no matter what choice I make, it will be healthy in my, in our relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My uh, girlfriend and I were, we get in like deep conversations sometime, which is always fun, but uh, we were talking about kind of like family relationships compared to like chosen family relationships, which are your best friends, you know, it's like, how come your best because we were really, we were talking about like, if you're in your family, like what are things that you would love to keep with your family? I thought it was a great question. The things that you'd love to keep from your like family family to bring into your, uh, your new family, like with your kids and everything and your mm -hmm. next generation. Uh, and then what are things that you 
disliked about your family that you didn't want to bring over there. And maybe they could be an equal list or something. But um, we were talking about things and just got me thinking like, well, what is it about like chosen family? Like this is your best friend. Um, you know, they can be a different sex, a different race, whatever, but it's just something about that connection. Like, what is it about your chosen family where it feels like for some people, your chosen family and friends feel like more of actual family than your blood family. And it's like, what's the relationship like? Cause with me, like I grew up in a really toxic family, you know, and really it says they didn't have enough emotional intelligence themselves. Cause I believe a great relationship is where two whole people come together and complement each other's life. And that's like, you know, that's where it's like, un- for me, it's unshakable confidence for you. It's emotional intelligence, but it's just our own way of kind of saying the same thing. Okay. Uh, it's authenticity. It's people being hundred percent authentic and not being afraid to hide it or speak up about things. Um, right. And yeah, it's like, I want my family and like my kids, I'd love to have my kids one day, you know, and like bring them up and show them that you can have like an awesome, healthy family that can provide and do all these awesome things together. And like, uh, that's why I work so hard on my business for me and just to make an impact with everybody else as well. It's a, it's gotta be a win-win. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think that, you know, that that's how it is. It's teaching our youth as well to be a hundred percent authentic and whole early. And, um, that's gonna, the more people that can do that, I feel are going to end up, you know, like you were saying, get into an actual relationship. And if they're both being completely whole and authentic and they come over and they start complimenting each other's life, it's like, you guys are going to have an awesome relationship no matter what. No, I heard Matthew. Are you familiar with Matthew Hussey? Yes, I am. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> you're like, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's an awesome dude. And he talks about relationships and everything, but he was saying that uh, the, like the healthiest of relationships are the ones that you grow together in. And even if you're not a hundred percent authentic or you're still like a little wounded in some areas or still sensitive or insecure, but you're in a relationship with someone else and you're both able to communicate and grow in your own ways, whether you're both going to like a family or a couple or couples therapist or like going to your own therapist or have your own coaches and stuff, but you're both like working on it and like growing in your own ways. Like, I mean, I think that's a key component to a healthy relationship. Yes. What it, what it is that you just explained is just having that growth mindset, mm-hmm. you know, it, or, or, or there's a fixed mindset. So there's two different types of mindsets where I'm, I am who I am. If I fail, I fail or I oh, know I, I did fail, but I know I can do better next time. I can continue to grow. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be um, um, advising that you, you um, switch that mindset to fixed and be with someone with a fixed mindset because it, it just doesn't stop here. There's no, there's no limit to who you can be or um, how you can grow. You um, like you were staying, saying, you know, you, you were choosing what you didn't want to t- bring from your immediate family into your new relationship. That's you growing mm-hmm. from something and not believing and taking in what, what you were taught. The thing is, is that we've learned so much. We have to understand that we can unlearn some of these things and mm-hmm. we can live our lives the way we want, the way we know. And one point I wanted to make um, that you um, you had me think about um, and, and that correlates with what both of you and I do and why we do what, uh, what we do is because emotional intelligence and this type of work is not taught in school. It's not yeah. taught in mainstream education. So you go through K through 12, and then you graduate high school and then you go get your, you know, your degree, your master's and, and you can still come out and have, um, past traumas and, and unhealthy relationships. And 
um, you, you really have to seek more, more specialized knowledge in order to really understand who you are as a human being and how it works and how we can turn that into life, into the life of, that you really, really, really want. Mm -hmm. So we, you, know, you know, you have to, emotional intelligence is, is brought up in psychology in class, but it's not, it's not taught in the school. So you, you'll see it there, but it won't, it won't be, um, it won't be taught. So that's why it's important for, you know, mm -hmm. people like you and I to be here to, to, uh, to assist in this manner. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're teachers. I mean, you can call us coaches or therapists or whatever, but it's teaching. Yeah. It's just teaching something different than not, not like teaching third grade curriculum <laughs> or anything. It's just teaching, you know, that's why I have a whiteboard yeah. and I'll do videos where I draw and doodle things. It's like, it's literally what a teacher would do. <laughs> just, we're talking about <laughs> confidence and self-esteem and emotional intelligence and whatnot. Uh, it's so big, you know, and there's plenty of people like in business as well. It's not just a uh, woo woo kind of thing where it's just about you or just your intimate relationships, like relationships are relationships. It doesn't matter. Um, and the world runs off of relationships. So that's my core focus is all about relationships. Um, that's, yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. That's exactly, yeah, that's exactly the, the whole point there. We got, we got to get it healthy. We got Absolutely. to get it on the right track. Yeah. And it starts with us. So awesome. Um, cool. Where can people, you mentioned, Sorry, my internet connection's apparently unstable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, where can people find you? What's the best way to learn more about uh, your emotions matter and whatnot? Okay. The, the main place you can find me is youremotionsmatter.com. Y-O-U-R-E-M-O-T-I-O-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.com. You can learn about me there. You can follow my social media there. Everything is there. You can also um, click on the first page to have a uh, complimentary 30-minute session with me. I would love to meet you and um, get to know your story and to see if it will be a best fit for us uh, to move forward. Just, just this real, real simple online uh, membership, only $67 per month. It's um, that you can go ahead and join and just kind of get you on that right path, kind of test the waters a little bit. Um, cancel anytime, or if you need extensive, you're ready, you know, you're ready to say, Hey, we need this now, then we can talk about that too. So, youremotions.com is where you will find us. Yeah, love it. Youremotionsmatter.com. Um, awesome. And then, if uh, like social media, do people just type in uh, Tiffany Norwood? Um, yes, actually, it's Tiffany J. Norwood with LinkedIn. Um, with Twitter and Instagram, it's why emotions matter or at why emotions matter. And then with Facebook is um, Facebook, I mean, fb.me forward slash your emotions matter. And again, if they go onto the website, your emotions matter.com, they could just scroll to the footer and click each one and then it's all in one place. Oh, awesome. Cool. So just go to your emotions matter.com and that is your hub. Uh, as for me, if you guys want to learn more about me, uh, my story, my mission, everything more, more about uh, MPI University, then go to jamesallencoaching.com. And Allen is A-L-L-E-N, not A-L-A-N. So jamesallencoaching.com. Can, you can learn everything you want to know about me. Just about, anyway. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Tiffany. You've been a great guest. Thank you.
Thank you so much. And I'm, and I'm a, it's again, a pleasure for me to be here and an honor. And I'm, and I'm so glad that I've got the ch gotten a chance to learn more about you as well. Thank yeah. you. So no, much look forward to, a, I think we have a bright future ahead of us. It's yes, awesome. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day.